Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today we are in 2 Kings chapter 4, 1 through 44, and we'll be reading about the widow's oil first. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. The man, the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elijah, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord, but now his credit creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she, she said, except a little oil. Elisha said, Go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour out oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him, and afterwards shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another one. But he replied, There's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. The Shunammite's son restored to life. One day, Elisha went to Shunam, and a well-to-do woman was there who urged him to stay for a meal. So wherever, whenever he came by, he stopped there to eat. She said to her husband, I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man of God. Let's make a small room on the roof and put in it a bed and a table and a chair and a lamp for him. Then he can stay there whenever he comes to us. One day when Elisha came, he went up to his room and lay down there. He said to his servant Gehazi, Call the Shunammite. So he called her and she stood before him. Elisha said to him, Tell her you have gone to all this trouble for us. Now what can we do can be done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She replied, I have a home among my own people. What can be done for her? Elisha asked. Gehazi said, Well, she has no son, and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, Call her. So he called her, and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, You will hold a son in your arms. No, my lord, she objected. Don't mislead your servant, O man of God. But the woman became pregnant, and the next year, about that time, that same time, she gave birth to a son, just as Elisha had told her. The child grew, and one day he went out to his father, who had who was with the reapers. My head, my head, he said to his father. His father told a servant, carry him to the, his mother. After the servant had lifted him up and carried him in, carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, then shut the door and went out. She called her husband and said, Please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. 
They go, why go to him today? He asked. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. It's all right, she said. She saddled the donkey and said to her servant, Lead on. Don't slow down to, for me unless I tell you. So she sent out and came to the man of God at Mar Mount Carmel. When he saw her in the distance, he, the man of God said to his servant Gehazi, Look, there's this Shunammite. Run to meet her and ask her, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Everything is all right, she said. When she reached the man of God at the mountain, she took hold of his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away, but the man of God said, Leave her alone. She is in bitter distress. But the Lord was hit but the Lord has hidden it, it from me and has not told me why. Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? She said, Didn't I tell you don't raise my hopes? Elisha said to Gehazi, Tuck your cloak into your belt, take your my staff into your hand, and run. If you meet anyone, do not greet him, and if anyone greets you, do not answer. Lay my staff on the boy's face. But the child's mother said, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So he got up and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead and laid the staff on the boy's face, but there was no sound or response. So Gehazi went to meet, back to meet Elisha and told him, The boy has not awakened. When Elisha reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on the couch. He went in, shut the door on the two of them, and prayed to the Lord. Then he got on the bed and lay upon the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hands. As he stretched himself out upon him, the boy's body grew warm. Elisha turned away and walked back and forth in the room, and then got on the bed and stretched upon him once more. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elisha summoned Gehazi and said, Call the Shunammite. And he did. When the, she came, he said, Take your son. She came in, fell at, at his feet, and bowed to the ground. Then she took her son and went out. Death in a Pot Elisha returned to Gilgal, and there was a famine in that region. While the com company of the prophets was meeting with him, he said to the, his servant, Put on the large pot and cook some stew for these men. One of them went out into the fields to gather herbs and found a wild vine. He gathered some of its girds and filled the fold of the, his cloak. When he returned, he said he called them up into the pot and stew, though no one knew what they were. The stew was poured out for the men, but as they began to eat it, they cried out, O man of God, there's death in the pot, and they could not eat it. Elisha said, Come get some flour he put it into the pot and said serve it to the people to eat and there was nothing harmful in the pot feeding of a hundred a man came from bel shalisha bringing the man of god 20 loaves of barley bread baked from the first ripe grain along with some heads of new grain give it to the people to eat elisha said how can i set this before a hundred men his servant asked. But Elisha answered, Give it to the people to eat. 
for this is what the Lord says, they will eat and have some left over. Then he set it before them, and they ate and they and had some left over, according to the word of the Lord. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. For your New Testament reading, we are in First John chapter four, one through twenty-one. Test the spirits, God's love, and other and ours is the t- two titles we will be reading today. So let's go ahead and begin. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Yet, dear children, are you from God? You dear children are from God and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the word, world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. God's love and others. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and and his love is made complete in us. We know that we live in him and he in us because he has given us of the spirit. And we have seen and testified that the father has sent his father to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in him and he is God. He is in God. And so we know and rarely rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in him. In him, in this way, love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of the judgment, because in the world we are like him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with the punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because his first love loved us. If anyone says, I love you, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And yet he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. Teach us how to love more, Lord God. And I just pray that you forgive us for um, if we have turned against our brothers and sisters in Christ. 
And I ask, Lord, that you watch over us and keep us safe, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.